If you find value in our show and want to help us produce more awesomeness, there are several ways to do so. Go to anchor.fm slash thefandemic and help out monetarily. Don't forget to send us a message. We would love to hear from you. Or find us at Patreon at patreon.com slash p-v-o-t-n pandemic where levels of awesomeness awaits and a chance to be part of the show if you can't help monetarily no biggie share the awesomeness on your socials and don't forget to leave a review all right let's get on with the show get your earphones in everybody and everybody hear us out we are Rob Uten and Brian Dennis, and this is P-V-O-T-N. We've got my dad leveling up your awesomeness, dropping knowledge of TV, movies, and comics. We've got Brian Dennis flexing his nerd muscles. How you level up your awesomeness? He will solve the puzzle. Just when you thought you've heard it all, a new episode will come along. Won't you like, subscribe, and rate our show? One last thing. Leave a five-star review before you go. Oh, yeah. All right, before we get going, I just want to let you know we're making some changes to the shows. The shows you love will all be there in podcast form in one place under the banner, Prevenge of the Nerds. Check out the pandemic live streaming most Sunday nights to give your weekend one last shot of awesome. All right. Welcome to the pandemic. We are your one-stop podcast. Every week, we're going to give you all the things to level up your awesome. For starters, we will start every week with the war report. That's right. The what's awesome report for the week. With all the who's it's and the what's it's, if it's awesome, we got to talk about it. Once you find out what's awesome, then we got then we're going prevenge part of the show and tell you the stories that could have led to your favorite movies, TV shows, and so much more. It might be a list, it might be a pitch. One thing's for sure, you're awesome. Will be leveled up due to this. When we're going to get, uh, then we're going to get into a little bit into versus mode this is where we take two characters of awesomeness and we tell you the story of how they meet fight and most importantly who kicks whose as leia would say patuckus i'm bradley butin and this is my amazing amazingly awesome with a cold co-host brian s dennis with the s stands for the kugel blitz <laughs> All right, welcome to the pandemic, uh, Brian. It's been a couple weeks. How you been, man? I've been doing all right. I'm doing all right. Find a little bit of a cold today, but I am undaunted. So I'm ready to level up my awesome with you, my tag team partner. Oh, thank you. Yeah, last week was Father's Day, and more importantly, yes, it was Juneteenth. Yes. And uh, um, you know, all, all day I'm like, should I? Should we do it? I was in. A, I was in a, a, a tremendous amounts of pain. So we ended up taking the week off. We're both fathers, so it was okay. It was a cool uh, man, with the kid and with the family, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we're all about, keeping things positive and uh, being awesome, right? Absolutely, sir. And there are very, things, very few things more awesome than being a dad. And some of our very favorite 
uh, characters throughout nerddom are dads. In fact, we're going to talk about, I think we're probably going to mention one very particular one during today's podcast. Oh, I'm pretty sure we will. So, uh, so Brian, I got one important question I need to ask you. Hit me, sir. What's awesome, man? Uh, in general terms, anything and everything is awesome. Whatever makes your day awesome. But as far as me, what has been awesome for me is this has been this has been a very fun week. Do a lot of cool things. I have to get to talk to a school tomorrow, so I've been uh, prepping Ooh. for my uh, my intro. I get to talk to some uh, elementary school kids tomorrow. That sounds incredibly fun. And um, honestly, I have just been deluged with so many cool things. Uh, uh, the stream to watch, uh, kind of some old movies. It's very cool yeah. thing. So whatever is awesome, whatever makes your day go better. And there's not, as we like to say, there's no limit on what is awesome. So mm-hmm. this week, awesome has just been getting ready to talk to some kiddos and uh, again trying to get about all the cool things that we're streaming right now. I dig it, man. Well, let's go right into the or what's awesome report. So Brian, what's your awesome report? What all right, your so. We got to start off, and we talked about, you know, a week ago today as we are recording was Father's Day, and we talked about what's awesome, what's going on. Well, we got to lead with, I think, what is probably the most awesome thing of our What's Awesome report, which is the season one finale of Obi-Wan. And, oh of course, gosh. you could not have asked for more than this because we got an elongated appearance by everybody's favorite absentee dad, Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Darth Vader. So, obviously, I want to get your take on this, but the episode was, which I love about it, I don't think we've ever seen this in any Star Wars product, that basically the entire episode was a lightsaber fight. I mean, that pretty much was, we had a little bit of the, we had a little bit of of things before, a little bit of uh, things tailing off to what we're going to see next, you know, moving forward, obviously tying into uh, future products, but really the bulk of the episode was what we wanted. Anakin v. Uh, Anakin Vader v. Obi Wan, and like I said, uh, that elongated battle, uh, uh, which was just great to see. Mm-hmm. We finally got to see the master versus the student. No yeah. holes barred. No one's holding back. Let's see really who is better. And it really uh, gave credence to a lot of the dialogue that Vader had with. Obi Wan in Episode Four. I mean, yes. he's more machine than man. You know, you, you know, um, right, right. And, you know, the the two of two of a certain point of view as well. I mean, pretty much. I mean, he got those lines straight from Vader. So, you well, know. absolutely. Uh, have you read well, the, what, from a certain point of view books? There's, I think, like no, three I of haven't. them. So I it, ha- yeah. So it's different parts of Star Wars from a different okay. perspective like they have like uh like um aunt brew um which i tell you what she was one of the stars of that of episode six i mean man like absolutely yeah i mean you can't say much bad about aunt brew right right anymore. right right uh but yeah it, it, definitely check him out if you get i i don't think i had him i think i got him off from the library but if you ever get Not a chance a it's it's they're yep. really cool to, they're really cool to read okay well, what we got here was really again, if we go back to episode four, and that really that not only that face off between Vader uh, and 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 Obi Wan at the end of episode four, mm-hmm. but really even as Luke would speak to the Force Ghost of Obi Wan and really trying to get uh, and you know again those certain perspectives and Obi Wan let's say playing a little technically with the truth, right? 
of, um, you know, uh, he'd always said, you know, uh, that Vader killed Anakin and, you know, all those sorts of things. But you're right, it played right into it where, um, where when Vader says, you know, Obi-Wan didn't kill Anakin, Vader Mm -hmm. killed Anakin. It was a choice. He chose to become Vader. And, you know, before we get too much into this, Hats off to the producers, the writers, and really they melded such great at the end of that when you had to see where the helmet split, yeah. and you got kind of a mashup of Hayden Christensen's voice oh, and yeah. um, James Earl Jones's voice, and that little kind of robotic muffling, mm-hmm. and you, you could see because they'd always done a great job of you know whatever the the breathing apparatus in the in the uh, in the helmet gives him the James Earl, the cool voice, right? Yeah. And, you know, but Anakin was there. I mean, and Hayden Christian was there. It was just, just done so well. Just so well. Yeah, there's so many great parts of that episode. I mean, like, um, that was amazing. That final, that went with that. <clears throat> um, and then, you you know, you had, you had Ahsoka take off part of his mask. You had obi-wan take off part of his mask and you have luke remove his full mask you know uh, right so, right um also perfectly placed hello there <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my gosh um and you, you know going into the series i thought for sure reva was gonna die and I was, and then as I it was progressed i was like okay i, I mean like I, 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 I feel like that's what it was but now i'm like okay uh, are is there if there's gonna be a uh, Reva? Is she gonna pop up an Andor? Is she gonna help right. out with the path? I mean, right. are we gonna get right. a Reva show where they're gonna bring Quinlan Boss in there? I mean, there's they're good job. I mean, good, the, good the job. The character has, regardless of the trolls out there, the character has taken off. The character is extremely popular. Right. I was read an article where uh, uh, Moses, the actress that plays Reva, mm-hmm. actually uh, refused to wear a wig in the show because the, by the fact that she is a black woman, assuming that little black children will want to mm. play her, that her hair would be realistic and natural. So that would just be would be, you know, a true African American hair. Yeah. So uh so no one has to try and change their hair to get the full look. So just think about that sensitivity wise just made me again love the character I already already loved. Um so you know more third sister right I hope she's in uh, future projects, mm-hmm. but it really ended for. Uh, I was going to ask you this, and I feel it's such a loaded question. But in Disney Plus, we've now had three Star Wars series. We've had yeah. uh, what two seasons of Mandalorian, one of Book of Boba Fett, and now Obi Wan. We have the Do Bad you Batch have too. A favorite? Oh, I correct, correct. I mean, and yeah, I mean, live Wars. action. You got three. I mean, but then yeah. 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 Um, Do I have a favorite Star Wars, live action Star Wars? You know, I would have said Mandalorian until Obi Wan. Um, I this is right. my favorite. Obi Wan is my oh, absolute yes. favorite, just because of what it, 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 it it's it's a better stitching of the prequels to to the original trilogy. Very true. Very true. Very so true. I mean, like, and there's just parts of that show where 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 it makes uh, the prequels better, and then there's more parts that you're like, oh like they did their homework i mean like this is amazing this this is yes, like they delve deep when they made this yeah and of course we got what we needed all along and it ended the way it should because we got our qui-gon we got mm-hmm. our qui-gon and emperor palpatine is... yes very true yeah very true 
Very true. I just, for some reason, I wanted Qui-Gon to go, he has a unique set of skills. That's really I what I wanted. <laughs> I just wanted Qui-Gon to give me a little taken, give me a little taken, but that's and then okay. The, right, and, and then the only other thing that I really wanted in the in the episode is when Vader was on top of him after throwing all the rocks on him, He sh- I wish he would have said, I have the high ground. That, missed, oh, that would have been such a missed, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. That would have been great. Oh my gosh. And that would have been great. I love how it was the rocks, like Obi Wan the Storm Rocks, because Princess Leia yes. was like, "Can you pick up a rock for me?" And right, right. He picked up all the rocks. Oh man, so good. Yes, so he good. did. He, he channeled his inner Earth Bender. Um, yes, uh, yes, you know. The one thing that I've seen in lots of memes, the one thing that may have actually helped it when when Vader did have the advantage, that if he as he was lifting him up and trying to do the force choke, had mm-hmm. Obi Wan gone a little harder, I think that maybe would have would have taken Vader out of his moment just enough, and yeah. then Obi Wan could have could have taken that. So, if for any kids that that didn't understand that, you shouldn't, have, and we'll move forward. All right. So a couple questions for you in regards to the finale of uh, of Obi Wan. One, do you think that it's these battles that are keeping that little part of Anakin alive? Because the first time he meets with Obi Wan, he does fail to kill him. Do you think that's just seeing him out alive and broken and everything like that brought back some of the good in Anakin? And then the second meeting where he was spared, where Obi Wan really could have killed Vader, and he was sure. spared, and that brings back the the good in him i believe it's somewhere in the middle i definitely think okay. the connection to obi-wan until as long as they write those battles that they do harken back to you know very different than the qui-gon obi-wan relationship or even the what we see especially when, when we see jedi training different than qui-gon obi-wan different than yoda luke oh we have a we have our first uh uh, 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 cameo. Uh, hi, Leia. Uh, we tip. We hi. typically see hi, peace, love, and chicken nuggets. That might be my new uh, uh, theme for my life. That'd be my new life motto. Right. But I know. Usually, I, I think we may have to add that in the, in the end of the episode. That might be a thing. You know. Oh, you want to hear it, Leia? Go ahead. Hi. Hi, sweetie. How are you? Here. Oh. Uh, Talk in the mic. Hi, Princess Hi. Leia. The microphone. How are you? Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I love my bracelet, by the way. Thank you. I just beat my mom and... Uncle? Uncle two times and Uno flip! Oh. In a row! That mic will never <laughs> be the same, but that's very really cool. <laughs> I'm amazing at the game. By the way, you did buy the right waffles this time. Okay, uh, I, now that I can't hear. Yes, but you did buy the white raffle, and that will come up later, I'm sure. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye. Say bye. Tell her I said bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. He says bye. All right, kiddo. Okay. So the, yeah, so real quick to close this up, I love the cameos. Is What we typically see with the Padawan master relation, much more father-son, mm-hmm. uh, parental, paternal, or grandpa um, relation like we saw with Yoda and Luke. Versus when it was Obi Wan and Anakin, it was much more brotherly. Yeah, it was much more. Even though they use the terminology master and all this sort of stuff, they were much more peers mm-hmm. than they were um, that traditional relationship. So that led to some that that caused that bond to be quite different. So you're right. So I think every time he got to face off against 
Obi-Wan until the battle in episode four, where he truly does strike it down. He becomes more powerful than you can imagine. Um, that that kept some part of Anakin alive. That once he did that, that truthfully was, I think, Vader taking yeah. over until we get to episode six. Yeah, and then it's, it's the one thing that really adds to the story, the Skywalker saga now is how the importance of Leia. I mean, she is yes. ten times more important now than she was, you know, uh, before. Uh, I mean, and just because of the, yeah. the backstory with Obi Wan, um, but you know, he died after he saw the the twins reunited. And, sure, sure. You know, and so uh, anyway, another question for you, buddy. It also, it also really, I think, makes her. We also been showed how powerful Luke is when it comes to the Force. Mm-hmm. I think she's far more Force sensitive than Luke is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you look at her perce- her perception, mm-hmm. all that, she's far more, which makes you think, like, if she had got the advantage of that true Jedi training, um, you know, what they also show it in the latter, in the latter part of the, I'm not sure what you call a nine-part trilogy, um, but the episodes, you, you, <laughs> there you go, the saga. We saw a lot in episodes seven and eight, you know, that um, her, 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 again, with not nearly the level of training that Yoda, excuse me, that her brother went through, that Luke went through, that she is still incredible, able to do some incredible things. So, and I love the fact that it was about, well, what if, that's a great one, he prevented, what if Leia had been the one that grew up uh, and was able to train at the knee of Obi-Wan mm-hmm. uh, and then Yoda versus Luke, if you had switched those roles. Yeah. Had Luke, because remember, the only reason that, that, that she's an Organa versus going to Tatooine is that the Organas wanted a daughter. What if they wanted a son? That, right. and that completely, you know, if if Jimmy Smith makes another choice, how, you know, how much different things may be, right? Well, or like, oh, hey, why don't I just take the, the daughter and the son? You yeah, know? it was kind of like, you can't take them both? Right. right. And, then, right. And, then, and then why another thing, another what if would be really cool again is, is uh, well, why didn't Obi-Wan just go with Yoda to Dagobah with the twins and they are on the dark yeah. and they're on the dark side planet that's going to be keep them clouded from the emperor and they train them <laughs> you know yeah versus listen oh that's what listen one to the lap of luxury and one to squalor in a desert moon and like oh yeah they'll be right. fine it's yeah fine nothing, nothing bad can happen here it's great no. yeah yeah no. not like they're looking for them yeah right all right right <laughs> all right let's By move the way, on here's mm. last thing here's a great way to hide a kid Keep it with the same name. Oh, yeah. You know, let's go say, oh, yeah, Skywalker. Yeah. No one ever finds them. Yeah. All right. Wasn't Skywalker he a right famous there. Jedi. <laughs> right. You know, mm. so, all right. But yeah, Obi Wan, fantastic. We haven't done these in a little bit. Okay. Let's do our beardy scale of one to five. What are you putting on your beardy scale? Oh, man. So the. Don't do it. The, the, oh, you know where this is going. This oh, is on, Chris Stapleton. This is Chris Stapleton. <sighs> Singing Lagrange with ZZ Top at the fairground, packed, <sighs> supporting their okay. their new their brand All new right. their sure. brand new beard balm that gives you more volume to the beard. Okay. This is if there was anything that's going to get a five. Out of a five, this is it. This other is, than all the other things you've given fives is, throughout, right. the ratings, right? This is better. Okay. This is a better five than the other. This five. is a better five. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, um, for those of you that don't know, this name is already five. 
But Dave Belson, who does a lot of rest reviews, Brad and I both big wrestling, professional wrestling fans, he gave so many things five stars. He's not had to go to like seven stars of <laughs> matches. I think that's where we're headed. We're up to like nine beardies. Right, I right. will not give it five because five is perfection, but I give it definitely a 4.98, which is basically Chris Stapleton, while not with ZZ Top, with uh, he is there though with R.I.P. Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott, and Elliott just looking at Stapleton's beard going, I thought it would be bigger. That's what I'm talking about, man. There <laughs> hey, we go. Now, in the in in your hypothetical, does Sam Elliott have his signature amazing mustache? Of course he does. He okay. doesn't have to grow the beard. His stash is all it takes. And right. by the way, we're going to have to prevent facial hair fights. So Elliot's beard versus Chuck Norris. I mean, Elliot's mm. mustache versus Chuck Norris's beard. Like, which one of those is tougher? Actually, you know, I, I think we'd have to stay with, with mustache and mustache. We'd have to go Kurt Russell versus Sam Elliott. But which Kurt Russell? Because he's got a few, he's got some classic ones out there. Bonehawk Tomahawk. Or there bone, it is. Bone, bone Saw Tomahawk. Yep, yeah, there you're talking about. Yep, yep. Bone, that's, bone it. Saw Tomahawk. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, such a great movie. Oh my God. Such a yes. great movie. All right. Okay, sir. Who are you? What's up for your awesomeness? Where are you leading us? Oh, man. Um. So we did a total rewatch of Stranger Things. So that's kind of been where I've been at. So I'm, I'm all caught up on Stranger Things along with my wife. Uh, and b- besides that, um, really, uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Lego, Scar- Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker Saga. It is absolutely fantastic. If you don't have it, you should definitely get it. I have it on the Switch. It's so much fun. Um, the new There was a new episode of Superman and Lois this week. Superman and Lois has kind of fallen off a little bit for me. Okay, okay. It's good, but... Like my big problem with it is this world-ending thing that is happening. Sure, I, I don't even know the villain's name. Like it's gotcha. not it's not a normal comic villain for Superman. Okay, and so therefore it kind of, you kind of lose me on that. Um, it, it, they're, and they're taking the Bizarro thing to to the extreme. It's good. Uh, there's one more episode left, and I'll, I'll finish out the season. It's not as good as season one. Darn. But yeah, but um, there there are shining moments in it. I mean, John John Kent or not John, but but um, oh my gosh, uh, I can't think of the other the other brother. Uh, the one of the superpowers is is really good. Oh okay, and sure, then sure. uh, you know the the one of the best parts of Superman Lois is Jordan. Thank you. Uh, is uh is Steel? Okay, is, is Henry Irons and his daughter and his daughter. Uh, Natalie is just shining. I mean, she it's chrome. It's not steel. It's chrome in this man. I yeah, mean, yeah, she yeah. she she is she is stealing the show right now. As as a matter of fact, I really hope that they um they should have instead of doing Naomi, they should have just used the that should have been a spinoff of sure. Superman and Lois, and sure, it should have sure. been her. Uh, gotcha. Because it's great. She is fantastic right. in it. Um, other than that, we just start <laughs> now, Brian. No one I can take to Lana. I'm sorry. The best part of Superman and Lois will always be Lana Lang because, well, yeah. And please continue. Oh, nothing. Um, I have I have to come clean. I have never watched Sons of Anarchy until today. Oh, <sighs> uh, wife and I started Sons of Anarchy. I, I've seen it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna let you finish. I was really into it, and then it was one of the things, like, too many things were coming out around the same time, and I lost connection with it. It mm. is an excellent show. 
yep, we're three episodes in. So she's seen it all. And it's weird because like that's the show that she had watched and I didn't watch. So. Sure, sure, sure. So that is my what's awesome report. Brian, what finished up yours? All right. I got a few things that I'll cover fairly quickly. Number one, we haven't really talked much about it. Um, got to give it up to Miss Marvel. Mm. Um, three episodes in. Fantastic. I got to say... Uh, I think this has been one of the most well-done origin stories. As great as I think they did mm-hmm. with Moon Knight, this is the complete opposite, mm-hmm. where uh, they're just going into this full bore. She's going to get her power. She's going to do this. Is this this is a re- this is this is when Peter Parker has been done the best. Very similarly, yeah. very similar in how they handle Miss Marvel. Uh, Kamala Khan is doing. They they changed the powers up a little bit, including a little bit of their source, mm-hmm. which I think is actually better than some of the comic uh, sources uh knowing that she's going to be in the next in the marvels movie mm-hmm. i'm really excited for that uh, uh we've talked before in text over it has such an 80s vibe yeah uh um you know um in the you know bruno is totally marty mcfly and if uh him and Doc had a kid. It's totally Bruno. Like yep. maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why we've not met Bruno's parents. <laughs> is uh, it's this weird relationship with Doc and Marty that we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. But there's he's really there. They just this Doc was born one of the kids and stole some of Marty's DNA. And there you go. Um, uh, totally. If you I'm, I don't I'm almost told you Marty. I don't know if you've been keeping up on it yet. I know so much. Mm-hmm. But the second episode where she meets kind of the dream boat. That's totally a uh, uh, adventures and babysitting vibe. Yeah. Uh, in that, it's just so great how they handling with the idea with the gin and okay, not Antonic, but the actual gin day. D J I N N for anyone that's not sure we're talking about. Yep, totally spoiler, but check that out. Uh, it has been done so well. On the opposite of the spectrum with Miss Marvel, you got the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for every kid that is in the comics and superheroes. Should watch Miss Marvel. Every kid who's a comic superhero, do not watch The Boys until you're at least 18. Because uh, yeah. it, um, I almost did what my S was going to be for this week. I almost made a hero gasm, but I still can't <laughs> quite process everything I saw. Um, yeah. That being said, really mm-hmm. great episode. I think that The, the Boys won my son's. Uh, uh, war report this week uh, and I just love how they're taking the, the relationship between Huey and Starlight who uh, Brad where's Starlight from Des Moines Iowa Des Moines Iowa also if you have your and, and also hey if you know uh, the show evil uh, Bradley Leland one of the major antagonists mm-hmm. in evil where is he from is he from Iowa too Des Moines, Iowa, went to Roosevelt High School. Really? They actually oh, did that level of that. detail. He goes to, yeah. he to Roosevelt High School. And I if those that don't know that, this, yeah. we, we we podcast from the Des Moines, Iowa area. Roosevelt mm-hmm. High School is a real high school in Des Moines. I'm not saying that the the willing servant of the devil went to, to Roosevelt, but I've been to Roosevelt. Possibly. Okay. It's possible. Uh, it's, it's possible. Yes. Yes. So two more in my war report. Uh, one is the third season of Umbrella Academy has been fantastic. Has it? Uh, my, son, my son's already finished it. I think I'm on episode five or six. Mm-hmm. Doing it really well. Um, it takes on a really great journey okay. uh, with Umbrella Academy. Uh, how they've handled Elliot Page and now Victor. 
uh, in the Umbrella Academy, I think it's been really well done. Good. Uh, I know it's got a lot of really good, good advice from the LGBTQ community. Uh, uh, so congratulations on Elliot Page. I know he really spearheaded a lot of how that was going to be handled in the show. I think they've done a really great one. And then finally, I want to end up my raw report with what I'm going to try to integrate every time. My, my WBTV, my Wayback Throwback, just a movie or a television show that I think is worth rewatching. watching has got to be at least five years old because mm-hmm. in today's world, five years old is ancient history. Yeah. So uh, this one is one of my favorite movies. That was the first movie that was rated R that I took my son to. I think he was 13. Oh, okay, we'll try it. And it is The Book of Eli. Nice. So a one of the best, one of my favorite Denzel Washington movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really it's got a lot of multiple themes when it comes to religion, disability, how we handle the environment, how we function as a society, yeah. uh, literacy, all these sorts of things. Uh, Gary Oldman is always a fantastic villain. If you're not familiar with Book of Eli, the action scenes are impeccable, uh, yeah. just fantastic. So. Uh, last one for you. So, who you picking in a fight, sir? Eli versus John Wick. John Wick. Okay, let me. Okay, with edge weapons, no guns. No guns. Edge okay, weapons. then then it will be Eli. Okay. I, I think right. in order for John Wick to be at his best, he has to have guns, okay. or at least right. ammo, or or a way to reload. So, All right. All right. Okay. He's not Neo. Well, He's... <laughs> <laughs> if only John Wick would have been Neo in the most recent Matrix. That man, <laughs> that man yeah. saved us all about two and a half hours. Oh uh, man! You know what? Lawrence Fishburne. Okay, tangent. Lawrence Fishburne yep. had to sit back and watch that movie. And go. Yep. <laughs> Good decision. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 You know he had to be texting Carrie Ann Moss. Okay. <laughs> glad you glad you signed on, aren't you? Okay, all right. Okay. Anyway, with that, yeah, that will close up my war report. But definitely again, please if you're not familiar with Book of Eli, by the way, it's streaming on Netflix. Everything I'm gonna bring up is actually streaming. Nice. Please check out Book of Eli. If you've not seen it, check it out. Just a really cool, fun movie. Uh again, lots of deeper things you want to get into all that. And if you're not watching Miss Marvel, Please, please, please check it out, especially. I do not have a little girl. I've got lots of nieces. And you got a uh, little girl in your life that you care about. You want to show her cool things that are going on with being a superhero. Check out Miss Marvel. It is a fantastic, fantastic show. Miss Marvel uh, is so close to uh, a live action into the Spider-Verse. I mean, it, it's it's art. It's it's yes. more artistic. And I yes. and and um the the artistic part of Miss Marvel yes. is yes. one of the biggest parts of her character. So Absolutely. I mean, um, I really think I really think that they are really hitting all of the the things that that they need to. At right. first, I I was a little bummed because they didn't make her an inhuman. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, especially after they introduced Black Bolt in in the multiverse, you know. Yes. However. Who cares? It, the show is right. just fantastic. It um, is. And then Brian, are you caught up on Evil? I know that th- season three is is a few episodes in now. 
I am. I definitely just. Re, I just finished up season two to restart season to start season three this week. So I'll be okay. caught up on Evil by the time we record next week. Me too. I'm in the same spot as you. So we more to come on yes. Evil in probably the What's Awesome report next week. Yes. Brian, are you ready? I kind of to... just want Luke. I kind of want real quick. I just kind of want Luke. Yeah. I just really want to put on a hoodie and go Luke Cage sometimes on Leland. Let's like. Oh, dude. I know. I know. I just want to see. I just want to say sweet Christmas so badly. <laughs> Right, or if you know from, or if you know from the good fight, uh, just like Jew, just come on, Mike, <laughs> give us one, man. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I really hope he's not done with Luke Cage. Thank you. I was about to say the same thing, man, because there is no other. I mean, he is about no. as perfect. Uh, I mean, him or Terry Crews are pretty much yes. the only people that can pull yes. off, uh, yes. can pull off Luke Cage. And if you beat Terry Crews, it's gonna be an older Luke Cage. Yes, and I think we've said this before. We look at those folks that were not that were on the Netflix series that are now mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. Uh, they have four. They have four. Uh, they have four series that really tie into the well, actually five. You count Punisher. There's space for Punisher. There's space for Jessica Jones. There's space definitely for Daredevil. There's space definitely for Luke Cage. And we got Shang Chi. So um, yeah, we don't need do this. Sorry. Maybe you can, maybe you can sell Swarma. You can sell Swarma. You know? Yeah, he, he he could get lost in Kung Lun or what? Yeah, yes. whatever his place. Yeah, you know what? They could he could have been in Wondagore when Wanda. Oh yeah, <laughs> he could have been part of the Illuminati that Wanda. Yes, yes, removed. he could have been. The, he could have been a janitor for the Illuminati. That would have been great. All right. Yeah. By the way, I did. I watched that now. I think three times since yep. uh, last Wednesday. But anyway, I'll let us wrap it up, sir. So take us home, Bradley. All right, so Brian, we are going to move on to the next part. So this next part, this yes, is our sir. prevenge, our prevenge part of the show. First, we're going to go over our topic of the week, and then we're going to do a, a little bit of a tat. And I'm looking forward to Brian's tat today, and then we'll go into the uh, third part of the show. Uh, Brian, what is our topic? What are we going to be talking about? Okay, so really when we talk about Revenge of the Nerds, while we spend so much time talking about fantasies and movies and all the fun stuff, Revenge of the Nerd really is meant to be things that me and Bradley really enjoy. We've, mm-hmm. we've gone off in some other areas. A few weeks ago, we did a show about professional wrestling. We've done Halloween-themed shows. So tonight, if, you, if you're not, if, you, if you're listening and not seeing us, we're two gentlemen who have not missed many meals in our lives. And if we're going to start off our day, we're going to start off with one of my personal Favorite meals of the day. You can have it morning, noon, or, or in the evening. The mm. one, the only. The the, the the meal that actually means breaking your fast. And it is breakfast. Well played, sir. Yes. Man, uh, so when you were coming up with your list of... of, of I wanna, uh, what was your thought pattern on how did you come up with your list before you get into it? I thought about if I had to start my day mm-hmm. with something food or drink mm-hmm. that's going to make up my breakfast. I just look at it this way. So I, I did a little research and apparently in the United States, breakfast is typically consumed in this country between 7.38 a.m. and 8.31 a.m. That's the most, that's kind of the range there. So okay. basically about 7.40 to about 8.30 is when most Americans eat breakfast. So I figure if I'm going to consume something in that, you know, 50-ish minutes, 
what are the things that I know that I'm going to want to consume? And it might be even be after a day of or an evening of, of having fun, right? Yeah. So I thought, what's going to hit my stomach first? So that created my honorable mention, and that definitely led my top five. Okay. So for in my thought process, man, I, I can't even rank them. I was okay. just like, I, 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 I sat there and I'm like, I can give you my number one and then sure. everything else is number two. Sure. <laughs> so I'm like, sure. man. Sure. So, but uh, Brian, I want to hear your honorable mentions here. All right. Okay. So uh, both, I do want to say one thing for some honorable mentions. This, this is something you will not find on my list, whether it's honorable mention or my top five. And that is, Baby chickens, liquefied birds, you will not find eggs. All right. Okay. So, okay, just because me and eggs have a hot and cold relationship, so right there we're beefing. Okay, I call eggs looking at some things online wouldn't that you, I'm not okay with. Wouldn't you be so, chickening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so I'm ghosting on the eggs right now. Okay, so here are my honorable mentions. Number one, again, starting my day between that that 50 minutes, here we go. Number one, number one among my honorable mention. First, I'm gonna mention it's just leftovers, of some form, some type. You know, whether it's Chinese food, whatever you made for during the light, the night before. If you can reheat it and honestly put it in a burrito shell, you're pretty much good to go. All right, so that's gonna be that. Next up is toast, but my toast has to have peanut butter and jelly, and there's never a bad bad time. But peanut butter and jelly, you know what I'm saying? Peanut butter and jelly time is all the time, right? Have you ever done a grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Sir. 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 Also, peanut butter and jelly in the air fryer is an amazing thing. I have not tried that, but I I have a list of grilled cheese hot sandwiches that mm-hmm. I perfected. In the air fryer, that may be my next uh, podcasting. Is air frying with Brian? Air frying with Brian. You like it? I love it. All right. So yes, I will have to give you some pointers. It is really, but I have had the grilled one, and it's really, really good. So Brian, before you go on, let's let's yes, do that. Let, let's definitely do that here. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll workshop that. Yes. Um, I'll air fry something. You air fry something. We'll try Boom. it. We'll we'll, we'll jump on. At some point, we'll live stream it. Yes, and, sir. And it'll just be awesome. All right. I love it. Keep All going, right. sir. Okay. So a couple things that are pre-made that got to go on the list because, you know, what's breakfast if it's not already pre-made for you? So any type of Jimmy Dean sandwich has got to be on the list as well as um, toaster strudel, not Pop-Tarts. Amen. Okay. Now, I know lots of folks that love the Pop-Tarts and I hate anybody's game. But if you like a pop tart, go over to go to. This is for grown folks mm-hmm. and grown ups. We rock our toastal strudel, and then the last one of my honorable mention. I got to give straight up love to my southern roots. And Brad, I know you're you've been in the military, I'm sure you traveled all over this great world of ours. Mm-hmm. And this is old school from the bottom of my heart. My mom used to make it. One of my favorite things to make for my family, which is good old fashioned shrimp and grits. So that's going to be my honorable mention. It was almost in my top five, but a couple things knocked it out. But there it is. Uh, definitely shrimp and grits. And again, always toast a strudel, never Pop-Tarts and eggs. We got to work in our relationship. So, Brian, uh, I have actually had uh, shrimp and grits. One, I remember I was in the military. One of my best friends, he was from Alabama. Okay. And and, and he's in, and I was over at his house. He was he was a, a, one of, he was married. Uh, still is, actually. Uh, Don, love you, buddy. Uh, and, um, and he made, he made a uh, uh, shrimp and grits for me, for us. 
Uh, and man, I like, I first, I'm like, dude, I'm from Iowa, man. Like, what is this? Don't know. Uh, Don was one of the few people that I've met in my life that I can instantly trust. Like, I, like sure, dude, sure. trust me. <laughs> You're like, I'm like, okay, enough said. I got gotcha. you. I'll do it. Um, so, uh, that was way better than I ever thought it would be. I'm going to make you shrimp and grits, bro. I'm bring them by your house, man. I'm going to. So I and want I'll you eat to. Them. I'll, and you know what? And I'm not trying to throw shade on anyone's friendship. Hey, Georgia versus Alabama, right there together. But I want your honest feedback on what on what it is. Okay. So uh, we we should really because you know I love the cook. We should really get some of our friends together. Do like some type of you know mm-hmm. podcast taste off or something. See what some things we got out there. But I will, oh, sure. I will. On my honor, sir, I'm gonna totally make you some shrimp and grits and bring it to you and the fam and see what you guys think. All right. Oh yeah. Well, we, we got to do a grill out anyway this summer. So now oh, that yes, I'm, my, yes, yes, that, yes now, now my now my shoulders feeling better. I don't. I'm not in excruciating pain. I feel like I can do stuff now. It is more fun to cook if you're not like in tears, right? right. It does help. It does. It does take some of the joy into it. All right. Oh yeah. Perfect. Yes, sir. Uh, I right, give you honor mention, sir. Hmm. Well. Why don't we do your honorable mention? We'll do our top fives. All right. So I'm just going to throw it. What I did is like uh, my, for my list, I just came up with things that I like to eat for breakfast. Uh, so my my bottom well, – one, two, three. Okay. So my bottom ones here are, are, are uh, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. That's my favorite. That's my favorite cereal. Honey Nut Cheerios is my favorite cereal. Gotcha. And then, so so for me, there, there's like kind of three different ways of cereal. And it, that's three of my bottom five. Okay. Honey Nut Cheerios. Then you have Fruity Pebbles. Okay. And then you have all other cereals. Wow. Okay. So We're going to debate the cereal. We're going to debate the cereal, but go ahead. Right. So, uh, and I was going back and forth between Fruity Pebbles and Lucky Charms which one was going to be my own contact. But okay. We get more Fruity Pebbles than we do Lucky Charms. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, Why was Captain Crush to make the list? Because I don't like when my mouth bleeds. So I'm glad you <laughs> did not pick Captain Crush. Uh, uh, and though that definitely goes in the all other cereals. <laughs> <laughs> worst, real quick, tangent, worst cereal you ever had. Is there a worst? Um, yes. Okay. Oat Bran. Wow. That's there. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna say kicks. Kicks so, is kicks is bad. So we kicks. actually ha- we talked about kicks before on the podcast. Yes, we? yes. I think the, I think the, I think it used to be like kicks is for kids. I used to go who aren't loved. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like seriously, oh, my man. mom bought kicks one time, and I think it was one of those deals. Like, I think the bank messed up her paycheck. We mm-hmm. had to wait like one extra day. And I want a cereal, so she goes, kicks will I'll sell for like 79 cents. And she goes, here, this will last you for one day. And I'm like, don't you love me? <laughs> like, dude, I swear it was a see that Oliver Twist. I was like, walked. Like, let's see, I went from being this kid uh, dressed like Carl Kanai in the 1980s and early 90s to like wearing like the old school uh, 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 British, like with the cloak and everything's gray. And it's snowing for no good reason, and I and I got blonde hair with the swoop, and um, I got and I come out with like my hat full of kicks, going, "Why, mother? What have I done to thee?" Like, <laughs> like it was just traumatic to me. Uh-huh. That, that I, I mean, and of course, in my house, we didn't throw any food. 
hits my body shape, right? So yeah. I admit it, I finished them, but I really at that point I knew why Lex Luthor turned evil. Like I could yeah, just see it like that. Yeah, exactly. That turned yeah. it right there is that the butler gave like if we had given Batman kicks, totally different cat. Totally oh, yeah. different cat. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh all right. So and then to round up my honorable mentions is the greatest of all breakfast drinks. That is right, bro. chocolate milk. Yo. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk is the greatest of all breakfast drinks. Okay, so I got a follow-up question when you get a moment, sir. I'm ready. Okay, what's better? Hmm. Chocolate milk you buy or chocolate milk you make? Ooh. Man. Um, okay, so I will say if you can buy AE chocolate milk, okay, okay. that's better. But if you can't if AE is not around, then it's right, quick. Right, right. Ooh. Then it's yes. quick. And yes. and Nestle quick in the squeeze bottle. Uh, but the, you know, there is something to be said about the powder. Where you, the powder is like you get like a meal on time because no right. one can. No thing about the powder is no one, and I mean this. I don't think any human being is capable of stirring it fast enough that mm-hmm. all the powder integrates. So you always right. got that that little lip of powder that's dry. In fact, there's a TikTok that shows why the powder is water soluble, so it doesn't mix in. That's one reason why you got to stir it so much, but. That's like you would get like a, a good mouthful of the milk that's chocolate milk, but I also have to chew mm-hmm. the, the, the powder, but it's chocolatey. So it yeah. just made everything, you know. I mean, you look like you look like Scarface, but you've been smoking, uh, not smoking, but snorting uh, chocolate powder instead of cocaine. But, you know, you know, first, you know what they say about chocolate milk? First, you get the chocolate, then you get the money, then you get the woman. Right. <laughs> There you go. All right, Al Pacino, come on the show. All right, so. so Brian, <laughs> do you remember, do you remember back in the 80s and probably the 90s too, the quick container where, yes. where you had to like pry it open yes. with a, a spoon. Spoon. Yes. And then you had to get the, get it in there. And it's yes. supposed to be like two, it's supposed to be like two or three scoops. And you always did more than that. Of I mean, course, because like, it was always everything that damn thing open. You're going hard. Oh yeah. Go- yes. Yes. You only start rationing when you knew you were getting low. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that was a that was the best piggy bank you ever had. Because once you put the money in there, it was safe. You yeah. were not and you you really had to want to spend something. To breaking that thing prematurely, like oh yeah, that was yeah yeah whatever. Those things were, were solid too. Like if you ever got broken into, mm-hmm. like whack to the head, and you're safe. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So again, Nestle, we know you listen. Bring back the the box, the tin, because I I do kind of miss those. Those were awesome. And you know that's what we do here on Repairs to the Nerds, folks. We give a heaping uh, helping of nostalgia along with our humor. So. You know, Brad, I think came with a new tagline. Revenge of the Nerds. Two scoops of Nestle fun. That's oh, where we're going to be at. That's, it. There it is, sir. There it is. Uh, I'm writing that down. Hey, you know what I'm saying? We come up with the good stuff here. All right, All right. sir. Ready for me to tackle my top five? I, I'm ready for you. I'm ready okay, for you. Okay, here we go. All right. So here comes... My top five. So again, this is five things again. Not only do I want to eat, but I'm thinking, what am I really 
usually, as much as I love breakfast, I usually don't eat breakfast that early unless I've had a fun night of, uh, of, of, of drinking alcohol the night before. That's what I tend to get up and want food now. So here we go. My number, my top five. Number five on me, a super oily, greasy, old school cheeseburger. That's number five, okay? I'm a bit fat guy, and number five on my list for breakfast, especially if I've had a night of loving me some tequila, which I do. Remember, it's tequila clock sometime, right? <laughs> uh, somewhere it's always tequila o'clock. Is that that big, juicy, greasy, old school diner? Or if any of you live in a place where there's a Sonic, just yeah. get like their greasiest supersonic burger mm. that will cut the grease and I mean, that grease will cut through whatever's in your gut that still maybe affect you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that'll make your rest of your day really, really good. All right. Number four, again, the same thing. You know, you had a little fun the night before, wake up about five, six o'clock in the morning, maybe still feeling it, need something to get you right in the head. That is number four is going to be a good old fashioned mimosa. All right. So remember, there's no bad orange juice that makes the breakfast, makes it healthy, right? All right. So you you call it cocktails. I call it who the hell cares. But we're going to knock out some cocktails and get us some mimosas. All right. Number three, the only cereal on my list. Now, this one we go, partner. Bradley, you know I love you like a, a brother that I found out my father had a second family. Okay. I want you to know that. All right. I love you like we were on Maury Povich and we found a DNA test match. All right. All right, so here's what I, you know. I, I love you like we go we're reading the wheel together. Who's getting what? All right, dude, I love you, man. You're my brother. So for me, though, I you know, Fruity Pebbles, Lucky Charms, we can argue over kicks. We all know Captain Crunch, whatever. There is only one greatest cereal in the world today. And it is by, his mascot is Tony the Tiger. They are great. Frosted Flakes. flakes. Yes. Yes. You lost a little bit. Frosted Flakes was like, what? That's in the other category? Come on, Brad. Come on, Brad. (laughs) Get a little choked up. I know. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Okay. Number two. This was something I had never had to move to Iowa because we weren't big pizza eaters in my family, but coming to Iowa, ice cold pepperoni pizza. Mm -hmm. The next morning, especially if it's Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut thin crust Pepperoni pizza is fantastic the next morning. You know, they got a microwave, ice cold. Yeah. And then number one, this is a meal that can be had all within itself. You don't need anything except maybe a mimosa mm-hmm. to wash it down. But number one, the greatest thing ever to have for breakfast, forget your eggs, forget your toast, forget your salt, forget your pepper, maybe a little hot sauce because hot sauce makes everything better. And it is when, you know, sometimes... When Wilbur and Babe have outlived their usefulness, some pig, good old-fashioned bacon. Very good, man. So, so I dig your list. Uh, so you could actually t- probably take all of my top five favorite breakfast foods sure. and have them all in one meal. Okay. So, you probably know where I'm going with this. So we're going to start off my, my I think you five. can do it with mine as well. Let's just get it. Let's just do this. So actually, you know what? That reminds me. I, I do have a question for you. Sure. So have you ever heard of macaroni and cheese for breakfast? I've had macaroni and cheese for breakfast. Uh, as a leftover, I've never made the point of having for breakfast. No. 
Right. I so I saw on it was like I think it was like a YouTube short or something where okay. somebody put like eggs and breakfast sausage and oh. all that and mix it in with macaroni and cheese. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna try this. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. I yes, mean, sir. I, the macaroni what, and cheese breakfast casserole. I'm digging it. Right. Once you once once the words macaroni and cheese yes. come out, you have my attention. Now, Bradley again, coming from the south. Uh, uh, the macaroni cheese that most people eat that I've seen—that's the craft. No mm-hmm. shade to craft mm-hmm. at all. Again, come on, sponsor the podcast. We love you. But yes. um, you know, the craft mac and cheese was like when you know, like, like, like that was like, okay. We got nothing better to do. Got to eat like Tuesday. It's Tuesday night dinner. But in yeah. the South, we macaroni and cheese. It's like a production, right? So it's mm-hmm. old school in a casserole dish. You bake it. It's super golden. But my mac and cheese that I made, my whole style macaroni and cheese, actually has bacon in it. Mm. So when I made mac and cheese, I made bacon macaroni and cheese with all the bacon fat goodness in it. And again, it's why I will probably not see my 50th birthday. <laughs> we know it is a life well lived. All right. So with that, though, macaroni and cheese for breakfast. I think it's going to be a thing in my life, sir. I think it's going to be a thing in my life. I think what we may have to do is we may have to have one of those tequila nights and then maybe, you know, we'll have to do that for Sir, for some, don't for throw me with the good time. Uh, I'm in. I'm in, buddy. I'm in. We got it. We're going to make it happen. All right. So we're going to start my top five and we're just going to start it off with toast. So you got to have toast. Toast is, you know, breakfast got a lot of carbs. And I'm going to have those carbs. Now, and you All are right. carbs. All the carbs. I, there's two ways that I will have toast. One is just butter and jelly or okay. peanut butter and jelly. Sure, sure, sure. Those are the only two acceptable ways to have toast. Absolutely. And uh, the and I remember my grandma, uh, R.I.P., uh, when I was a kid, I would go over to her, her house every morning, and she would make me toast. And it was the greatest toast I've ever had in my life because – if you ever ate food from your grandmother, they make it with so much love. Yes. And that love makes everything yes. taste 100% better. My grandmother would make toast in the oven instead of like the toaster. Mm-hmm. And she was, I can still pick it in my head, talking about my guess, grandma, RIP, <laughs> that uh, somebody way grandma's cooked, she yeah. would actually take three pats of butter and wow. arrange them on the toast, put that in the oven. So the bread was toasted, except for there were these three little sections mm-hmm. that were like super soft, buttery, delicious. And then I would tear the piece of toast into sections around that buttery middle. So now I've got like three pieces of mini toast. Yeah. That was just like the butter bites. Ha! <sighs> Again, all the carbs, all the calories, all the love. Nobody can cook for you like your grandma. Mm. Great, great point. Great point. Amen. Uh, so after toast, I know you brought it up in your number one. I put bacon and sausage together because, I mean, there's not there, there's very few things in this world that are better than bacon. Absolutely. You're correct. You know, uh, I had a uh, I made a chicken griller for dinner. I grilled it. I got one from High V. Sure. Uh, and oh my gosh, man, it was amazing. Uh, yes. Yeah. Chicken with it, it was a cheese stuffed chicken wrapped in bacon. Uh, 
I grilled that baby. I, I, I brushed some good old fashioned barbecue sauce on there. Some good old sweet baby rays. Although I didn't have a uh, honey barbecue. I had, so I just had to use a regular stuff, but that's all right. That's okay. It's good. It was still amazing. It is hard pressed to put anything <laughs> behind the words bacon wrapped mm-hmm. and it not be something you would try. Right. Like you could put, you know, bacon wrapped antifreeze. Well, I mean, you know, well, think I mean, about I wouldn't this. want to make a habit of it, right. but I mean, you know, that one time, let's give it a shot. I mean, if bacon can hold it in, it can't be that bad for yes. you. By the way, that's the title of this week's podcast: Bacon Wrapped Antifreeze. I'm writing that down too. <laughs> oh, bacon wrapped anti. Oh, and you know what? It's an, and it's not going to be W R A P P. Ed, it's gonna be all oh, it's gonna be <laughs> because of a conversation that you and I had earlier. Yes. <laughs> all right. Okay. So we I, now the people that we need to reach out in this episode so far are Nestle. Yes. <laughs> um, Kraft. Pacino. <laughs> Pacino. Yep. And. <laughs> And just bacon. <laughs> yes, just, All right. just the pig industry. We love you. Yeah. Um, I have also thought that, you know what, at some point, this is going to be a little morbid. But, you know, like, imagine if you're like the pig farm, and mm-hmm. you wonder where, hey, where's Joey at? And then, you know, the farmer's making Joey for dinner. But what's that, that we all know that pig smell, that pork smell. Yeah. Was bacon, and that pig fat, that pork fat is, is, is rendering. I would be the most cannibalistic um, pig ever. I would right. just be, I would be, you know, I would be the Buffalo Bill of pigs that would just like, come, come out of the back. Come on, come on. Go. I would have all the other little kids for, I would do the Order 66 of all the little piglets and I'd be just coming out just horribly grotesque and it would just be great. It would totally right. be who I would be because, you know, as a pig, I'm going in for all the bacon. Wilbur! 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 What's in the box? What's in- yeah, all the things. All the things. Alright. I dig it. Alright, so after bacon and sausage, you gotta talk about eggs. I like mine scrambled with stuff in it. I usually mix it right in with my sausage. I think it's called an omelet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much omelet. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll change. You know what? I'm changing sure. my eggs to omelet because I didn't put sure. omelet on there. And eggs by itself, uh, you're right. Okay, cool. So after eggs, or I'm sorry, omelets. Yes, thank yes, you. yes. My number two favorite thing for breakfast is are pancakes, waffles, or French toast. It can't, it's not breakfast without pancakes, waffles, or French toast. Now, waffles are hit or miss. Um, uh, I, I. I I have to admit, I have never made a really good waffle homemade. Okay. But I like to go to those hotels, and when I go to those hotels, you better believe I'm getting a whole damn waffle. Boom. Boom. Now, I may not be able to make a, a good waffle batter, but I can make one heck of a French toast. French toast is my thing. So, like, when we do breakfast, when, 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 sure. when we make breakfast, I always do my French toast. Got gotcha. eggs, you got the cinnamon, you got the nutmeg. I throw just a t- just a pinch of chili pepper, chili powder in there. Ooh, I thought you were gonna say a bit of booze, but chili pepper works as well. And then I put vanilla in there as well. Um, 
so uh, I'm sure my wife is not gonna is not watching this or gonna listen to this. So you would know if you would paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, and pancakes. Uh, so my 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 well my my youngest daughter Leia she yes. makes some fantastic pancakes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I may have to uh, may have to bribe her into making Uncle Brian some pancakes. Oh, I struggle with 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 I there are a lot of things I can cook. Mm-hmm. Pancakes and waffles are not I, I can I, I made French toast in the past. Actually in high school took a French class. Nice. Uh, and and part of the French the, the teacher was great. She only taught us how to make crepes. So <laughs> I haven't made a I haven't made a crepe in forever. But <laughs> oh, no. I it's one of those things that I feel like you know, if I if, if, if Jigsaw ever comes to get me, it mm-hmm. goes, would you like to play a game? Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was allowed to make crepes, I would survive. You're right. I think I, think I could pull that, that hat out of my back pocket, that trick out of my back pocket. So absolutely, French toast, waffles, pancakes. Have you ever had a chaffle? A chaffle? No. It basically is, it is for people that do keto, mm-hmm. a lot of times is you can make a waffle, but it's basically uh, cheese and eggs. And you mix it up to a batter, put it in to a waffle maker, and it's basically a cheese waffle, um, which are really good for like folks that are not into you know trying to reduce their carbs. And that's not why I think they're really awesome. And the lady at work that that makes them pretty regularly, uh, but chaffles are just delicious. Oh, I will have a chaffle by the end of the week. I'm going to be looking for. I think. I think I have a Death Star waffle maker that's still in the box. Nice. So, <laughs> I, I will be looking for that this week. Perfect. All right. What's your number one, my friend? So, um, my number one is the absolute greatest of all breakfasts that you could ever have: biscuits. And sausage gravy, bro, bro, bro. I haven't said this in a few weeks, but bro, you just want a podcast, mm. bro. Biscuits and gravy, man. You know how I said before, if you put bacon wrapped in front of something, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be good. Let's flip that sentence around. <laughs> if you put something and finish with egg gravy. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably okay. Hey, right. here's a grenade and gravy. We'll give it a shot. I mean, we'll give it a eat, shot. You know, you look, eat it like an apple. Look, what, look, dude? I mean, this will be me. Look, I'm, never, I'm only going to be wrong once. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and what a final moment that's going to be. Oh, oh. boom! <laughs> Seriously, uh, all I'm hearing in the back of my head and my soundtrack in my head is uh, Bon Jovi's "Blaze of Glory." That's oh, all right. I'm hearing right now. I am with you. Now, when it comes to biscuits and gravy, I have to give my wife all the credit in the world. She makes amazing biscuits and gravy. Uh, so, uh, all growing up, we would go to uh, every year. Uh, my day it was my grandpa, my dad, and myself. We'd go to uh, Old Thrashers, which was this. Uh, it's in it's in southern southern southeastern Iowa. It's in Mount Pleasant, okay. Iowa. Wherever okay. that, whatever, what part of Iowa that's in. Yeah, that's southeast. Long time. Yep, southeast. southeast. And they do, they have like steam engines and all sorts. It's old times. My grandpa was a blacksmith. And so he, uh, 
he was into that stuff and it was just it was always a you know, labor day weekend and every year we'd go there and they would have a biscuits and gravy tent and that was a my favorite breakfast of the year until we went a couple years ago well it's probably about seven or eight years ago now sure. and i took my wife and and here I am for the three hour drive to get to Mount Pleasant. I'm talking up these biscuits and gravy. And when we get there, they were horrible. No. And so my wife was like, okay, we got to do redemption here. So, so the very next day, oh my gosh. I mean, like she knocked it out of the park. I mean, like this is like hero gasm. Okay. Um, biscuits okay. and gravy. All right. Yes. I just said that. <laughs> Bro, again, you want to run the week, man. Keep piling on. You're winning. You're... <laughs> but just, yes. Oh man, biscuits and gravy. Uh, dude, that's gonna have to be my dinner sometime this week. I think biscuit. That might be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That might be dinner tomorrow. Biscuits and gravy, dude. I mean, seriously, how that was not on my list? Because it's got that. I think is again for those of us that are nerds. I think that mm -hmm. has some great. Because number one is one of those things that it's. It can be it, it's it's one composed dish, right? So yeah. you've got the good old I mean, whether you make them fresh or get get them out of the can, you've got the biscuits, but the sausage gravy, you just slather it on. Yeah. Okay. And for me, I'm adding jalapenos or hot sauce. I like my stuff spicy. Mm -hmm. Uh and then you could just again, you could it's one of those things that I travel a lot for work and it's actually uh, one of the hotels that my company uses. Uh they always they have like the the continental breakfast, but they always mm -hmm. have fresh biscuits and gravy and mm. uh um uh I, I not gonna lie i went downstairs and this has been a trip oh a few months ago now and um they would just put down the fresh oh. biscuits and gravy and i get up to the to the containers and there are people behind me and i go i'm, a, I'm sorry what you're about to what witness because <laughs> i had no restraint no cooth, no social <laughs> etiquette. It was just like it was, you know. Uh, like it's got, okay, we're both gamers, so remember when you get the old school Mortal Kombat, mm -hmm. and it would be Scorpion and 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 and, and uh, Sub Zero, yeah. and it would just be fight. And, <laughs> and I was just like, yes, and it, with every handful uh, of biscuits man. and gravy in the back, I can hear my brain going. Finish him, and <laughs> and then when I got done and I sat back, barely able to breathe, I just had this glee, and again above my head and my brain, I saw flawless victory. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. So thank you for bringing in the biscuits and gravy, sir. Oh, and that is our favorite breakfast list. Yes. Now, yes, Brian. Before we move on to uh, to versus mode. You have a tat for me now. A tat. What? What is tat? Let's go ahead and explain what a tat is before tat, we get into it. So tat is our attempt to think about this tat, <clears throat> and our tats look different depending on which one of us is doing them. Mm -hmm. uh, I usually do some sort of a riddle. Um, you've done lots of um, uh, fights, or uh, uh, I'll give an idea. Hey, if we change one little piece of a character's backstory or a major story in their canon what happens, all those sorts of things. We'd have moved one character from one universe or show to another. Uh, so yours usually are really, really good. So I was working on mine for this week. And I, again, I typically do riddles. And A, you're starting to get them. 
Uh, but I thought, like, is there another way that I can do a riddle, but also uh, do something that I think would be a little fun? So I'm going to, number one, apologize what is about to happen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a tat, a riddle, but in the form of a rap. Now, I am not creative enough. My son writes raps on the regular. Um, uh, I'm going to very, very, and I think I'm supposed to say this as part of the podcast, this is not any of my own creation, meaning that I borrow heavily from Jay-Z okay. uh, uh, with some of the some of the formatting here. So Jigga, you don't want to smoke. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really kidding. Really. Really. I'm sorry. Hova? We're good. All right. So I, I'm gonna do it and I'm and I'm it's gonna be a take on his song 99 Problems. So again, I okay. am not a rap. Uh hang on, what's the uh Bonus, uh, thuggish, ruggish bone. We are not against rap. We are not against rappers. We are against those thugs. I am neither of those three. So, but I'm going to attempt to, uh, and I'm also fighting the cold. So I'm going to attempt to do this in one take. We are streaming this live, so we're about to see how this works out. Also, Brian, don't forget, bacon wrapped antifreeze. Bro. Bro. Okay, so here it is. So, but this is a riddle. So here it is. So, Bradley, I'm only gonna wrap it once. I think that's all I got in me. But I will gladly re- right. go over it as many times as you like. Gotcha. So, Brad gets three guesses. Uh, I um I can give him uh and then uh he, he has three guesses. I will uh um um uh, go with this as many times as he wants to, and then we will do it from there. So, when you're ready, sir, I'm going to give you my tat and see if you can figure out who this verse is about when you're tell when you are ready i'm ready give it to me all right <clears throat> if you have a girl problems off a bath for your son i got 99 problems been a mutant ain't one i got century patrol under magnet control foes want to make sure my cask is closed just kids say i want to rule the globe i'm from germany stupid what kind of facts are those if you grew up in camps having to fight for clothes, you celebrate the minute you was having, though. I'm like, I'm like Thorn the Brotherhood, leader is my role, from shapeshifters to toes, my ranks will grow. I rock cloaks and helmets, I ain't dumb. I got 99 problems being a mutant, ain't one. Thank you, Magneto. Boom! I had it down, I had it down to Magneto or, or Charles Xavier, but then when, when I heard cloaks, I'm like, got it. Got it. Very good, sir. I didn't even have to do it more than once. All right. Thank you. <laughs> you probably saved the listeners. By the way, we for the, please don't unfollow the podcast. I promise. I promise I'll never do it again if that was a deal breaker. That was too far. Okay. Come on. We, we have room for everybody. We like everybody here. <laughs> we, we we stay positive. This is what you get when when you uh, become you part of the You get very untalented rap. Yes. Right, yes. right. You're, you're going to be become friends with us. All right. So we're going to move on to the last part of the show. This last part is this is brand new. The first time this ever happened. I figured since we were, sh- we're changing some things up, I wanted to bring this up. So we always like to talk about different fights. So at one time I was thinking about doing a, a, a podcast called Pandemic Fights, but this is this is the rendition of that. This is now going to be worked into every show. This is 
verse mode. What we're going to do is I'm going to give you two characters, okay? okay? And then we are going to discuss and we're going to theorize who and who and how they would meet, fight, and who would win. Okay. All right. So the characters for this week that we are going to do um, every week, I'm going to try to at least get one character out of something that we've talked about. Either what's awesome report, something, something, what we're talking about. So, but for this week, Miss Marvel is nice. going to be one character okay. and there we are going to have to figure out how they would meet, why they would fight and if Miss Marvel could beat Han Solo and Chewbacca as a pair, as a pair, okay. Because my theory for this is, nine. If, if Han Solo's around, chances are Chewbacca's around. Now, I, I there's more Solo Chewbacca than there is Solo Han Solo. Yes. So, by the way, have you ever wondered? When Han Solo was growing up, and before he found his internal swag, was Han Solo ever hand Solo? Well, he was looking at Amelia Clark, so... You wonder if he bent the knee. All right. Hey. Uh, okay, I don't feel as bad about my rap anymore. Okay. Okay. Welcome right, okay. to the pandemic. Yes. All right. So back to our verses. Okay. So we've got Fighter One. We've got Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Fighter Two. She's mm-hmm. gonna somehow meet, interact with Han Solo and Chewbacca, mm-hmm. and what would lead to them fighting and who would win. So it is. It is again Han versus uh Han and Chewie versus Miss Marvel. So one question yes. before we go into this. In whatever stage and universe this occurs, she has her powers, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah. it's not them beating up a 16-year-old. Okay. Right. I mean they are gonna try and beat up a 16-year-old, but at least yeah. a six-year-old with powers. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. So I, I think that this is, you know, I mean, like we can merge. It will just, it, it's going to take place. I'm going to say the Marvel universe. Somehow Han right. Solo and Chewbacca, they end up in the Marvel 616. Okay. Kamala Khan sees Chewbacca and thinks he's a big hairy teddy bear and wants to give him a hug. And she comes around and that then Han Solo stick comes in. Hey, what are you doing? You know, hey, what are you doing? You know, you know. Uh, I don't have a good Han Solo in person impersonation, and I have a worse Wookie, so uh, you will not get my Wookie because I'm not drinking tonight. <laughs> I think a future podcast I may take on Limp Biscuit's Nookie and make it <laughs> the Wookie. I did it all for the Wookie. Cause, cause I may not be, I may not can roll as hard as Jay Z. I can match Fred Durst. I feel real confident that I can match Fred Durst. All so, right. Um, I, I, you know, since I was came clean about Sons of Anarchy, I do have to say, the new Limp Biscuit album with dad vibes is actually pretty good. 
I have not been Limp Biscuits since hot hot dog flavored chocolate water. Chocolate I mean, and that's the right answer. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the right answer. Yeah. They haven't yeah. done anything great yeah. since then. Yeah, I mean, uh, my way, Nookie, and then but uh, give 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 the new one a listen. Um, okay. at, at least at least Dad vibes is really good. I don't I can't, like I I don't. It's not on my normal playlist. So I can't. I gotcha. couldn't name off, but but I do. I do like Dad vibes a lot. Okay, uh, it, and the video is even better. So right. definitely check that out. Uh, but yes, Frederick. And, and speaking of Frederick, maybe coming into this this part of the episode next week. Now that you say that, so only anyway. if you bring Christina Aguilera. Only if uh, Christina Aguilera is there, she's sitting between him and Carson Daly. Oh no, it'll, it'll have to be him against Marilyn Manson. Or as I call him, Brian, as is his real first name. It is. You ever seen the TRL uh, before he was Marilyn Manson? He just sitting in the oh. audience, and they go, yeah. "I forget what his last name is," but uh, they're uh, so they go, you know, he introduced himself, and he goes, you know, what in early early days of Total Request Live, mm-hmm. this had to be about a couple years before Marilyn Manson was even a thing, and he is doing an interview, asking, you know, he goes, "I'm a singer." And they go, what? And they go by, go by uh, my stage name. And they didn't say said it much cooler. And everybody goes, but before we use the name Marilyn Manson, I think you might say Marilyn Manson has the name of the band, not mm-hmm. just him. And I think that's actually how it started. It was the name of the band, mm. not just him. Uh, Makes sense. Kind of, kind of like Ozzy Osbourne, you know. Yeah. So in any event, um, uh, then like two years later, there's Marilyn, all his Marilyn ass. But he just looks like this total kind of geeky emo kid who was in the music and then you go and that's where we're at here okay <laughs> yep. so, all yeah all right guys uh you you have fun i mean yeah yeah hey bro hey rose mcgowan he was doing sure. something right yes he was evan rachel wood same. yes 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 although now things are a little bit different so i don't you know yeah you know uh, Time marches on, you know. Right, right, right. I mean, uh, assault is never good in any way. Um, so, <laughs> and just remember, and I think this may be a new tagline of the, of the podcast. No matter what happens, be with the one you love, as long as it's not Amber Heard. So, uh, <laughs> we're gonna get so sued. All right. <laughs> I don't think we're big That's enough for that. Right. Damn, I stand with Johnny Depp. Okay, hey, I stand with Jack Sparrow. And with that's scissor right. hands, that's my boy. Not okay. so much Grundewald. Okay, but uh, I mean, he was be- he was better at it than 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 uh, everyone else. <laughs> so eh, I like Farrell a little bit better, but anyway. Eh. Okay, we're getting okay. we're all right. Let's let's get back to our verses. Okay, so all we right. got Han and Chewie versus Miss Marvel. Okay, yes, all yes, right. Yes. So are we doing this together? We're gonna trade it off. How do you want? How are we gonna go? How are we gonna we'll, do this? We'll just discuss it. We'll do this okay. together. Beautiful. Yeah. So you what, want to lead so, off? Or want me to start? Um, I'll lead off. So uh, Kamala Khan is yes. shows up at this bar, and uh, how she got into the bar is because she was known, and people recognize her as Miss Marvel. Right. So she is ecstatic, and actually, I wouldn't say a bar. I would say more of like a cantina. Okay. And shows up the second she walks in, she sees a giant nine foot teddy bear. And she runs up. Now she doesn't run up, she stretches out to 
pull this teddy bear in to give a nice big hug. This gets the attention of an eagle eye nerf herder, Han Solo. Han Solo turns around and says, hey, <laughs> that's not nice. And he doesn't wait for anything else. He pulls his gun and uh, and gives her one last warning. At this time, she lets go uh, because Kamala Khan is a really good person. And so she lets go of Chewbacca. Chewbacca roars. Again, you're not getting my Chewbacca or my Wookiee. Oh, there it is. There it is, sir. Uh, and you know what, Brian? Why don't you take it from there? Okay, so they're hanging out, and she's going to give Chewie a hug, and while they're giving Chewie a hug, Han objects, so she lets Chewie go, Chewie goes, and she tries to explain uh, what she does, and as she holds her hands up, Han sees the bangle on her arm, and Han realizes this is a treasure he's been seeking ever since he was a little, since he was a teenager, and he goes, I'll tell you what, kid, I'll let it slide if you give him the bangle. Well, this is where we lead in. This would have been Han and Chewie pre-episode one. So they're still more of the roguish pirates, okay? So Kamala Khan, uh, Miss Marvel, goes no. And he goes, kid, you got two choices. You can give it to me or we can take it. Hearing that, she attempts to leave. And he quickly goes, where are you going? Short round? And as she attempts to leave, because, you know, all, all persons of color are the same from Don Solo, uh, as she's trying to, to leave, she's bumping into people. She's trying to use the hard light to climb out. She's knocking over things. People are getting upset. And just as she's almost out of the bar, Chewbacca's big furry paw grabs her by her leg and pulls her back into the group of people where now she doesn't have a manner of escape. She's surrounded by Chewie. She's surrounded by Han. And she's going to have to deal with the Han Solo combo. All right. I think that is the perfect meeting of the two. So uh, we, we, we got that part. Now, who would win? So between, do you think Kamala Khan would win in a fight bet- uh, uh, with Han Solo and Chewbacca? I want to say yes. I do. I really want to say yes, but we're going to again if we're if we're looking at this seriously from the Han Chewie when they were really more pirates before they were trying to <laughs> save the galaxy from the Empire and we're taking this with Kamala Khan newly getting her Miss Marvel powers mm-hmm. she does not have great control over I think two fighters for all the Com release that especially Chewie yeah. will give in the in the, in the books and the comics and the movies and shows with this. He's still a Wookiee that's still pretty much a badass, as is Han Solo. I think the two of them would win in a fight with Miss Marvel, but I think there would be definitely a few uh, underhanded tactics. Sure, uh, wish to do that. I agree with you. But I, but I would offer one caveat in there, is I think at some point during the fight, that Han would take Kamala Khan with him, if 
he needed the bangle and he couldn't get it, he would sure. take her with in more of a like, okay, well, you're in danger. Now you're coming with me because we're you're gonna be safe. Right. All right. Well, I can see where they would this would happen would be while they are not again straight up rebels at this point. If this however we let's say there's a wormhole that led Han and Chewie I can just see Han and Chewie being pursued by the Empire. Mm-hmm. They go into a wormhole. They get some into Kamala Khan's uh, uh, South Jersey neighborhood. They see the bangle that starts them looking for it. There's stormtroopers who are, again, originally going there looking for Chewie and Han. They see the bangle as well. So, you know, very much Han and Chewie are very much a the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, and they're almost a very much a good... By the way, uh, how, how I, I don't know why I'm just now seeing the similarity between Han Solo and Star Lord. Um, oh but, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyway, um, mm. seeing that, uh, yeah, Brian. Uh, but <laughs> totally, totally, um, we see them taking Kamala for two reasons: one part, uh, getting her away from them to get the bang for themselves, but also one part she is still a kid. Uh, yeah. While they may have. You know, had no problem roughing her up. They get the bangle. They're not going to kill her, which the Empire definitely would do. Yeah, I dig it, Brian. That was kind of fun. We'll probably fine tune that that like that, that. Uh, part of the show. All right, Brian. Let's go ahead and uh, uh, start closing this up. Uh, Brian, where can we find you? All right, as always, I'm pretty easy to find on social media. Uh, I, I'm a big Facebooker. Yes, no one, no one talk about how old I am, but I do love me some some booking of the face. So, uh, Brian, send me Dennis on Facebook. Feel free to send me a friend request. Uh, follow my my stream. I try and keep things interesting and funny. Uh, talk a lot about uh, 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 all things fun, especially tequila. So feel free to jump on and chop it up with me anytime. Tequila and tacos. Boom. All right, so you can tweet at me at Fandemic3. You can message me on Facebook at The Fandemic. I'm also active on TikTok at The Fandemic1. You can hear my reviews and so much more. Now, if you want to support the show, there are several ways to do so. One, you can go to Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash P-V-O-T-N, Fandemic. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash The Fandemic. You can go to anchor.fm slash P-V-O-T-N or go to PayPal or Venmo at Bradley B10. Or, you know what? Just share the show with someone you want to make a little more awesome. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star review. Also, make sure you subscribe to this on YouTube. Like, uh, get review, and make sure you click on the little arrow or the, the bell so you know that you're notified when we do go live. Brian, I think yes, I think we are at max levels of awesome for the week. Love let's, it. Let's end like we do every week on a positive note. What do we do? How do we do that, Brian? All right, sir. So as always, thanks for leveling up your awesome on the podcast. Remember, never say die. And remember, goodies never say die and no retreat, no surrender. We're all playing the same game in life, just on a different level. Thanks for catching up. You're welcome for leveling up your awesomeness. Live free or die empty. Have a great day.